0: Hello everyone, welcome back and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over a 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff shares the most common mistakes agents make when it comes to their social media marketing efforts. Our social media strategies, and how we implement them, affects the kind of clients we get, how well we connect with our databases, and even our average sales price. Now, let's hear from Jeff.
1: So let's talk about, I have in my notes here, how to avoid some key social media marketing mistakes. How to avoid some key social media marketing mistakes. These are mistakes that agents are essentially making today on a regular basis. So let's talk about how we avoid them. Okay, point number one. Mistake number one, essentially I'll call it. Big mistake. Trying to stay on top of social media trends. Trying to stay on top of social media trends. Now you might say, well, Jeff, don't don't we want to be informed and know what's going on? Yes, the problem is, Too many of us are changing our strategy or changing our approach or changing our look or changing our messaging or changing our brand to try to quickly adapt to whatever the changes are. Instead, I wrote down, instead of wasting time trying to go viral to Gen Z on TikTok, spend time being consistent with one or two social platforms. Obviously, you know we recommend Facebook and then next would be Instagram. Be present in the company of your target audience. Identify who they are and what social media platforms they use most often and how they use them. Post consistently and authentically have a plan and schedule in place. Post consistently, authentically, and have a plan and schedule in place. So let me share with you what I mean about consistently and authentically and having a plan in place. Number one, we follow the two to one formula, and that means two personal posts for every one business post. Two to one. Two personal, one business. Why? Well, because the Facebook algorithm recognizes that if all you're doing is posting about business, they're gonna stop showing off your posts to other people. So if at all possible, try to follow a two to one formula. I mean, I know successful agents that do a three-to-one formula. Two-to-one seems to work just fine. That People, by the way, need to know that you're human. People want to do business with people like them. People want to know that you're a normal person. You already heard me talk about earlier, and I want to touch on it again, the pros and cons versus personal page versus business. I have this, you know, during every half day session, almost every break, somebody came up to me and said, well, wait a minute, are you telling me that I need to start posting stuff, personal stuff on my business page? No. I'm, you're only, your business page, you understand, your business page is only good for two things, ready? Number one, credibility, because, you know, they post reviews and things on there, and that's good credibility. And number two, buying leads. Credibility and buying leads. Your business page is not a database. Your business page is essentially a marketing tool. Okay, I want to make sure we all understand the difference moving forward. Your Facebook business page is not your database. Your personal page is your database. That's where repeat and referral and staying in front of your database and your past clients and your sphere of influence. That's over here. That's your Facebook personal page. Your business page is for credibility and buying leads, and that's it. If I had to choose between the two, which one I spend more time on, it'd actually be personal. Because I'm going to game the system and figure out how to get more eyeballs on my stuff over here. There's no way to game the system over here. You understand that you can make the most amazing Canva image of the world, the best Facebook post in the world, and until you get people sharing it and commenting it, no one's going to see this. So that's why Facebook forces you to, to boost it and to spend money on getting it out there. So my recommendation moving forward is you're putting more effort into your personal page than you are your business page. Number, social media marketing, oh, on the schedule, I'm sorry. Uh, So I wrote down, plan your content out ahead of time. Have a spreadsheet or document of content ideas that you can pull from at any given time. When we, get one of our, when we get Taylor up here to talk about our operations and social media behind the scenes, we're going to share some ideas. You can do easy ones, like, for instance, Testimonial Tuesday, Seller Sunday, Staging Saturday, Multiple Offer Monday, just as examples. Okay, Testimonial Tuesday, Seller Sunday, Staging Saturday, Multiple Offer Monday. You just know, every Monday you're posting about this, every Tuesday you're doing this, and somewhere in between you're, you're weaving in the personal posts. Have it documented ahead of time. I actually have this note written down. You don't have to write this down, but just think of this logic on the personal versus business. When someone clicks on a professional page, it's like they have virtually stepped into a store. Think about this for a moment. They're clicking on your professional business page, not your personal page, your business page. They have taken a virtual step into your retail store. Their defenses go up. Their skepticism is high. They're they're clicking and moving, they're concerned, right? They know they're going to be sold to. That's why I'm pushing everything to personal. There's uncertainty there. On a personal page, they have an opportunity to connect with you. All right, mistake number two. Social media marketing mistake number two. Expecting to grow your social media following Expecting to grow your social media following without advertising. Expecting to grow your social media following without advertising. Hashtags are only gonna get you so far. Hey, will you share this, will only get you so far. And I'm not necessarily talking about advertising like Facebook ads and boosting and so forth. I'm talking about advertising you do outside of Facebook to drive them to your page. Advertising outside of Facebook you do to drive them to your Facebook group. To truly grow, you need to advertise the right content to the right people and have high quality consistent profiles to back it up. Of course, we just covered that. Followers will check out your profile briefly before they decide to follow. Same thing, that's talking Instagram language. With Facebook, they might check out your photos, check out your mutual friends before they hit confirm. Social media mistake number three, ignoring social media altogether. Social media mistake number three, ignoring social media altogether. No, I mean that. This one made the notes because there's actually still agents out there, and by the way, I was one of them. Right? We just had lunch, the VIP lunch. You know, a gentleman stood up and said, why all of a sudden are you talking a lot about social media when you've always been you know, prospecting and advertising and prospecting and marketing and buying leads and prospecting and sales training? Well, because in my answer, I'll share with you the answer. My answer was, until social media, the only way we could stay in touch with our database, because remember, social media is your database. The only way we could stay in touch with social media was through direct mail, through Popeyes, through phone calls, through text messages, through email. That's it. So think about how often you can mail your clients. Can you mail, do you mail your clients once a week, every couple times a week? No, you're not gonna stay up on that. That's way too frequent. But you could do a Facebook post a couple times a week or a, a, a Facebook Live once a week that they get the impression on. Think about the increase in impressions they have the moment that they see you on Facebook versus getting something in the mail from you quarterly. That's why it's so important today. So to the gentleman that asked that, that is why. Because it is potentially going to be, for the foreseeable future, the largest advertising medium to stay in front of our database. I mean, think about it. If less people are driving to work, then that means less people are listening to the radio. If less people are driving on the freeways, less people are paying attention to billboards. So maybe my calls will start going down because there's less traffic on the roads. And more people are listening to SiriusXM than FM or AM, so maybe my calls will go down there. By the way, these are calls from people in my database that would normally hear my ads or run past the billboard. So now I have to move that mindset and that logic over to social media because that's where they're consuming their information. I mean, think about it. You stop at a stoplight, right? You do anything today. You're waiting on you're waiting to be served, you're waiting to be sat. Let's see what's what's going on over here. Let's check out what's going on on Facebook. Number social media marketing mistake number 4. Not having an objective for the content you post. Not having an objective for the content you post. We see this all the time with the agents posting just haphazardly. Oh, this would, this would make great content. All right, watch this. You know there's so many things that come up with Glover U specifically where we're like, oh my gosh, this email we got from our client said we changed their life. We've got to get this on Facebook. Do you know our response 99% of the time? Nope, we already posted today and we have one scheduled for tomorrow at this time. We have a testimony on this day. This is going to have to be moved to next Tuesday at 3 o'clock. As real estate agents, that's exactly how we should think as well. Nope, I already had an amazing post this morning. I'm going to save this for next Friday. I don't have anything scheduled for Friday yet. Friday, my theme for Friday is free Friday. Think about it. In a seven-day period, you probably have something cool that happens that's worth capturing or taking a photo of or thinking about or writing down or jotting down. That's your Friday post. Keep Friday open for free Friday. Look back in the last seven days. Keep a little note in your phone or wherever where you add things. I mean, I come up with crazy, silly, stupid ideas all the time. I just email them off to our staff and say, store this for our social media calendar. Because I know we can't haphazardly post. There has to be a strategy behind it. We recognize that we're not going to start promoting the summit in Orlando in January when we haven't even started the retreat, but we've had the dates far in advance. Well, why wouldn't you share the dates of Orlando? Everyone wants to know when we're going to be in Orlando in January because then that takes away from the promotion of the retreat. We have to wait until after the retreat. Every single post should have a purpose, a reason, a strategy behind it. So I want to share with you some additional keys on mastering social media. And in a moment here, I'm gonna bring up an expert who I believe has mastered the game of social media. And actually, for the first time, we're gonna hear from someone that will probably fight me a little bit on my Facebook with Instagram. And that's good. That's why I decided to interview this person because I believe they've had great success on both platforms, all right? So let me share with you some final keys on this particular topic. Mastering social media specifically before we bring our guest up. Decide, so step one, these are just random, I I have point number one, sorry, not step one, point number one under some key points on your social media strategy. Decide your messaging. By the end of this week, I want everyone to decide what their messaging is going to be, what they're going to be known for what their strategy is in terms of the mediums, where, messe- where you want your messaging to be heard. Okay, think about, if you think of like cable or TV, you know, every channel has a different, you know, we know what the Discovery Channel is known for, we know what the History Channel is known for, we know what ESPN stands for, we know what, you know, name any other TV state, we know what Disney stands for. You're a channel on TV, what is your channel? If I tune in to channel number 234 on Comcast, I can expect to hear what from you. And I know what I'm gonna hear because of the consistent messaging you put out. I wrote down number two under keys on social media. (laughs) For gosh sakes, edit your post before you hit submit. (laughs) Spelling mistakes, punctuality, you know, overusing exclamation points. I mean, that is haphazard poor branding. I wrote down, if you're not the best at spelling or grammar or punctuation, have someone else look it over for you. You might be the best agent in the world at selling houses, but if you can't spell or use proper grammar, what message is that sending to your clients and what type of clients will that attract? Now, some people say, well, I'm not the best with, you know, my grammar and stuff and I do pretty good. Well, then I would ask, okay, what's your average sales price? It's real. It's real. I mean, at the end of the day, you want to be a luxury agent? Everyone in this room would love to sell luxury homes. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. Yes. So your messaging has to match the clientele. Do you want me to be real and tell you the truth, or do you want me to be fake and lie to you? I'm going to be real and tell you the truth. Next, I wrote down be intentional with your content. Be intentional with your content. Does it match your branding? Does it attract your tar- target client and audience? It's, you can see we've had successful people have success in luxury real estate in short periods of time. I hope you caught that it's because their brand, their image, their messaging, their content matches that. I mean, listen, I'm in Detroit, okay? That is like the opposite of luxury. My average sales price is like $1.87, and that's like <laughs> not, not $187,000, like literally $1.87, I wrote down, constantly edit the list of your target audience. Constantly edit the list of your target audience. Constantly edit the list of your target audience. You accumulate names and phone numbers all the time. You generate leads from Zillow or Facebook or realtor.com or Google. You're accumulating, you're accumulating, you're accumulating. How often, honestly, how often, are you taking that data and putting that into your database? How often are you taking that information and updating your target list on Facebook? And then finally I wrote down, be consistent and scheduled with your posting. Be consistent and scheduled with your posting. Consistency is the key here. For how much people are on social media, I mean, you could post once a day and still be okay there. Now, I think that you have to mix it up, right? We're talking business versus versus personal. You have to mix it up from, you know, an image versus a live. Be consistent and scheduled with your posting.
0: Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of GloverU will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com slash self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with GloverU on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify, and subscribe today. Until next time.